Welcome to Last Time On. This is the podcast for people who want to watch all this prestige television, but who's got time for all this stuff? I know I don't. I don't either. I'm Jafar. And I am Ben. And we are at our penultimate episode. That's right. We cannot possibly rule the finale. Yes. Our minimum dice roll takes us to the finale. So we're at season three, episode 14, Curse of the Red Rain. We're watching Into the Badlands. Is that what happened with Breaking Bad? We ended up watching three episodes before the finale? Uh, or was yes. it two? It, I think it was three. Yeah, because there would have been whatever. Yeah, okay, so this is another tradition. That's fun. Yeah, that's... I mean, I wouldn't call it tradition when it's dice rolls, because it won't work out this way every time. But it did twice, so yeah. that's fun. So we have, I, I don't know about you, I, I think I told you this uh, off pod, but I made it like 28 seconds into this episode before I had to pause and be like, damn, we missed stuff. Yes, we did. And it wasn't even like we skipped a whole ton of episodes. We only skipped six or seven episodes, right? Well, but like, this is a looking short at show. Yeah. And yeah. That is, we skipped the equivalent of season one, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, Lots of stuff has happened. <laughs> last time on, Azra has taken over everything. Well, so, Jafar, this yes, is then. the question. We know that they, the, so, the Pilgrim has conquered everything. Yeah. Made everybody put up Azra stuff. Stuff. Yeah. Is the Pilgrim coming from Azra? Does he think the Badlands are Azra? Does he think he's establishing Azra? I think that the Pilgrim came from Azra and was kicked out of Azra. And he's making, he's trying to appeal to Azra to be all like, hey, I conquered all of this in your name, guys. Yeah, Look at I, how great it is. I'm thinking this is Azra isn't there anymore. And this he is, he is a guy who came, hey, Azra's not working. Follow me. I will take you into our new promised land. Hey, here mm -hmm. we go. And now I'm setting up new Azra. But that makes yeah, sense too. Stuff is all messed up. The Pilgrim's Witch Doctor, Cressida, is threatening Lydia and Silvermoon, saying, hey, give me that grain. I need more grain. It's like, yep. they make opium. You're doing a bad... It's a bad thing to ask them for. <laughs> yeah, well, and then, I mean, if they're at the widow's place, then they're by the oil refineries. Yeah. So they're not even... Although they do... There are opium fields out front, though. Yes. Which was not how that was set up in season one, but whatever. I think the most interesting thing There's is been time to plant some. Yeah, 
well, I don't know how long it's passed, but they're demanding shipments of grain. And Lydia's like, give us another week. And it's like, that's not how grain works. Yeah, it <laughs> sounds like it's a logistics issue if all you need is a week. Yeah, at which point, send some guys, help us move it. This war just ended and you clearly won. So if you want the grain, here's where it is. Yes. <laughs> help. Don't be a dick. Yeah. This is where we find Nix out. Nix has left the Nix, pilgrim, we yep. find out too. Nix has swapped sides. And so the pilgrim has won in a way where he can't, like, Cressida can't just kill Nix right now. Mm -hmm. She calls her a traitor and all that. But there's still enough of a weird thing going on that she can't just be like, okay, and we kill you now. Mm -hmm. And then we see Nix wants to, to kill Cressida. And the widow shows up out of nowhere, pulls yeah. out a knife, and it's just like, nah, we're going to witch you. Yep. I had a whole thing about all this stuff that happened, where the widow had died and Lydia had taken over. And then the widow shows up out, and of, the widow nowhere. Shows up out of nowhere immediately, and I'm just like, <laughs> 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 if I had just waited another 30 seconds... We come back from Theme and Sonny, Badgie, and Kanan, yes. who's new, and we learn is Sonny's sister, which I thought was immediately obvious. Yes. Um, are at some sort of facility out of Horizon Zero Dawn. Did you not recognize this place? Post-post-apocalypse thing. This is the, the monastery. This is the, the Waterfall Kung Fu Palace. Well, I recognized the monastery on the outside. But they're oh, in but like the a modern fist. The interior is very Horizon Zero Dawn. Why do you two even work together if you can't agree on anything? <sighs> it's a symbolic gesture. Oh yeah, Jafar. They're talking about how the the master was stealing people's powers and turning it off. Yeah, uh, was the master evil? Um, I think or were they was. Was she turning off the power of people who wouldn't learn and wouldn't be able to control it? That's definitely, there. there's a lip service to that effect, where the people that are there are untrained and, because all these people that they had awoken after killing the master, we find out, are now part of the pilgrim's army. Yeah. And so they're like, well, they need to be trained. They don't know how to use their gift. So I'm guessing it's people that just refused the training. And this is the alternative. You've got an army of MKs. <laughs> yeah. Well, they've got some stuff to help with that. Yeah. We get a bit about the master keeping the novices. And MK must have told the pilgrim. Because we know that the pilgrim came and raised them all from their slumber. At great personal cost to the pilgrim. So yeah. Something with his power is impacted by awakening people, presumably. Well, which so line up with some stuff that happens later. The problem is we hear MK awakened people and the pilgrim raised dark ones. This this episode got real deep into some nomenclature that I was just like, man, I don't know. I'm a little lost. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like I was had skipped six episodes, but, like, up until now, they had never, like, really dropped out-of-left-field fantasy, fantasy nomenclature like this. Yeah. 
Minerva and Lydia are babysitting Henry. Figured Don't. he would have an au pair. This is the au pair, Ashley. What's up? What's that smell? Smell like something. Cupcake? Yeah. Au pair! Yeah. Well, that's, <laughs> that's, that's good. Forever unclean. <laughs> they discuss plans for the pilgrim, including a quick illusion to the source of his power, being those of the dark gift, awakening more of them had weakened him. We also learn Lydia and Moon are an item. Oh, yeah. And Minerva wants Lydia to rule the Badlands when they win the war. Jafar? Yeah, Ben? Not to get into spoiler territory. I mean, we can't. Unless you know something I don't. Well, from within this episode. Okay. (laughs) That doesn't count. (laughs) I, I know, but just... As soon as the widow started saying this, I'm just like, oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, she's shit. dead. Yeah, one oh, of them no. is dead, 100%. They, yeah. She, she's, they're talking about their future and making plans for succession. I'm just like, oh, no. <laughs> I'm two days away from retirement. My daughter's graduating from college. Little Susie's growing up. And as soon as we nail Mendoza, my old lady and I are going to sail around the world. The thing that only happens when someone's about to die. Yeah. Yeah. They get a bunch of good news about their future so that you can kill them off so that you feel sadder about it. 100%. That's prestige television without fail. Yeah. Uh, So the widow has decided, hey, it's time to fight back. We got to prove that we can kill, kill the pilgrims, dark ones. Mm-hmm. And then everyone will rise up. And also, I'm a wartime consigliere. We need a, a peacetime consigliere. So yeah. after we're done, I can't be running things. Yeah. After this, we go over to the Pilgrim, who sets a course for a series finale-style battle while coughing up blood. But hey, he's got some dino bones. Yes, he's also, we attack at dawn, which... Mm-hmm. Cool. Always sounds cool, but like the worst time to attack. I mean, it, the I it's it's one of those things where I know I I got really in, uh, into World War One history, and it was always we'll attack at dawn when everybody's tired, and then everybody was just like, okay, so they're gonna attack at dawn. That's when they always attack, and it became yeah. like a weird like steeple chase of okay, we'll attack it. You know, fifteen minutes before dawn. Yeah, uh, <laughs> four a.m. It ends with, like, attacks at 3 a.m. with a bunch of guys running through the dark into machine guns because a bunch of generals are like, aha, I figured out our ruse. And it's just, just, and 7,000, you know, Frenchmen died. Yeah. It was weird seeing MK being the voice of caution. Uh, Yes. He's apparently had character growth. Yes. He has had character growth and hair growth. Mm-hmm. Because he's now got a top knotty thing going on. Yeah. Well, you know, it wouldn't be if, if we made it through this whole series without MK Sport and a top knot. I would have been surprised. Oh, for sure. We cut back to club uh, fed prison cell. Yes. And Jafar. Yeah. Let me uh, posit a hypothetical for you. I-, I wonder if it's the same one I wrote down. Continue. Well, there's two massive ones I had about this, but the first okay. one. You kidnap a witch doctory kind of person. Mm-hmm. Do you believe a single thing they say? No. No. 
<laughs> no, you do not. No. Uh, so here, Cressida tells the widow that she is pregnant, which I'm sure is a surprise for, for her. Yeah. And yeah. And so she's like, hey, if you fight, your baby's going to die, even if you live. And they earlier this season, we saw that they were going to try and run blood tests on Henry. Mm-hmm. She should be able to, as the Baron, be able to find out if she's pregnant. For sure. It I'm might not be just super early. Yeah. And it might not be readily available. But, like, by the end of this episode, she should know for certain. Yeah. And to be perfectly honest, I assume she does find out for certain off camera. It's entirely possible. But she just gets, like, really, really, like, struck by by this revelation. And it's just like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to believe anything you say to me. For sure. Even if it's true, I'm 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 going to independently verify you're a witch doctor who's, you know, the advisor to the bad guy. <laughs> mm-hmm. For sure. Now, this is obviously Gaius's kid. Uh, I believe so. We'd seen them be flirty in the previous yeah. episode. No reason to believe that stopped, even though we don't see Gaius for a bit in this episode. But Ben. I would like to, if we may, get weird with it. What is your farthest oddball prediction for who's the father of this child? Let's get weird. I mean, that's that's easy, fair. Yeah. Who's the smoothest guy in all of the Badlands? Oh, that's got to be Batchy. Who's the guy you can't tie down? That's uh, got to be Badgy. Who's the guy who have a night of romance and then run off on a motorcycle? That's not technically his. Uh, that's definitely Badgy. You know it. I I had made the same guess. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just, so. just one night drunk on some uh, Butterfly bear, uh, brand champagne. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know you're the widow. It means you're not married, right? There's not a <laughs> yeah, right, Mister the Widow. Mr. Widow. <laughs> <laughs> Mister the Widow's out of the picture, right? That's kind of implied. It's because he's a teddy bear in the streets. Uh, yeah, and a warrior in the sheets. I think we tried that both ways. Uh, after this, Lydia and Moon just flirt shamelessly. Yeah. Uh, Gaius and Tilda show up to help, uh, and she sends Tilda on a mission with Nix. Yes, and Tilda does not appreciate this. It's like, oh, that never bodes well. No. No, but it's, it's like, Tilda is just like, you're shackling me with this other person. It's like, I'm having you go spy on a convoy of super blood ninja assassins. Mm-hmm. Maybe take some backup. Maybe no, take I'm a not... super blood ninja assassin. Yeah, I'm not just going to go, we've got I'm... one. Like, even if it's just another person. No, you know, I've got eyes in the front of my face. You know, where it's hard to see behind me where there might be somebody trying to super blood ninja assassin me. Uh... So, I, I do have a thing here, Ben. Mm-hmm. So we know in the lore of the show, the dark gift yes. is, is passed on in generations, right? We learn in this episode towards the end that Sonny had the gift and it was suppressed. 
Yes. We learned that Minerva had the gift and it was suppressed. Sonny's son, Henry, has the gift. What's happening with Tilda there? Is Tilda a suppressed gift user? I don't know. Might it show up soon, say, in a season finale where she heroically sacrifices herself? Or has she just been so good at kung fu that she's just never been cut and just never found out? (laughs) Anyone else. And I wouldn't believe it. But her? I don't know if we've seen her get cut before. Actually, at the beginning of this episode, she shows up looking kind of rough with guys. She does, yeah. She like does. definitely bruised up. Uh, yeah, she yeah. she she has been bleeding in the last twenty four hours. Maybe she was blood ninjing in that time though. We don't know. Yeah. Uh, Badgie does not trust Kanan. We get the confirm that it's Sonny's sister here. Yes. This is because last time on, she showed up at the last minute and saved the day at a time when it was just too convenient. Oh yeah. At a level, like, Sonny is dismissive of it at a level of someone who has forgotten what fear is. Badgie, however, has not forgotten fear. Oh, Mostly no. because he hangs out with Sonny. Yes. Um, <laughs> we do get a little bit this episode where Badgie is just like, you know what? I hang around with you because it's interesting. I'm not your mm-hmm. servant. I'm not your, like, sidekick. Um, I'm, I don't have to put up with all this shit. I can just leave when you're being an asshole. Yeah. (laughs) Badgie is, like, complaining, hey, I think this is a trap. They also drop the name Magnus. Magnus seems to have been a tertiary bad guy. A player at some point. I don't know if he's still a going concern or not. I'm going to say he is. And he's going to show up at the worst possible time for everybody involved. That checks out. Chrysidia does a little blood ritual here. Is this the other bit of of incredulousness you had at this imprisonment, Jafar? No, my incredulousness at this imprisonment is I wonder if this cell is in every single episode because it's one of the few sets we have, or if we've just hit cell jackpot. Because oh, okay. they lock someone in this th- we've they've locked someone in this thing in every episode we've watched. Pretty much. But I'm I'm watching this and like, why why does she have her black magic kit? Why does yeah. she have access? Like, she has a lot of accoutrement. <laughs> and it's yeah. just like, why did you leave her magic her magic accoutrement? I'm like, yeah. why does oh, she we're have all of you up stuff? And here's your witchcraft kit you brought with you, just in case you need yeah. it for religious If you need reasons. to cast a spell or do something nasty, mm-hmm. like, there's no guard watching her. Yeah. She is allowed free reign in there. Yeah, so she uh, she puts some Slayer on on the background and turns Sanctuary into a John Moxley wrestling match. Yes, it just starts raining blood. Blood. And the rivers and waters of Egypt ran red and were as blood. Well, uh, the widow is trying to have a conversation with Gaius. Now, Jafer? Yes, Ben. I got real worried as soon as it started raining blood. That all the market stalls were going to lose their A rating from the health inspector? It's the Badlands, man. There's there's no health <laughs> inspector. There might be a guy who calls himself the health inspector. He's not actually doing any health inspecting. That was uh, a tertiary character we missed. Yeah. <laughs> I am the health inspector. 
I kill you, and then I put a B rating on the wall. <laughs> but uh, Gaius is wearing, like, white on white. And it's oh, yes. raining blood, and I'm just like, are do they have enough of this outfit to see it hit him? They didn't. <laughs> we later see him, and he is uh, still pristine. Yeah. But they give uh, Cressida enough time to cast a full spell. It rains blood, which is just mm-hmm. like, one, why? Uh, like, I understand it's probably demoralizing. Yeah. But other than that. It's the curse that, of the Red Rain, Ben. Yeah. I don't know. It just felt... Maybe- Maybe they, that was something in a previous episode that we missed. In fact, last time on, the Curse of the Red Rain is a well-known superstition. Fine. Who came up with this spell? <laughs> if you can do magic, there is probably something you could do to improve your position other than just, haha, you're red and sticky now, and also pretty mad at me. <laughs> I'm sh- if you can't make yourself invisible or teleport or something you could like make everybody sleepy yeah that'd be do, useful do something do chamomile tea rain make yeah. everyone fall asleep or just Benadryl hot rain. rain hot <laughs> rain everybody's like ooh I have to run inside uh, <laughs> now Jafar, did it seem to you, after the rain, it seems it cuts to next morning? There's a little bit before that, where Chrysidia gets thrown in the brig. But when Lydia comes in, like, there is a huge storm front running in, and then it is now, it seems like, I don't know if it was meant to be, storm has now cleared, but it seems to be next morning. The, uh, no, the storm rolled in very quickly. It rained blood for like a couple of minutes and then it peaced. It's not very strong blood magic. Okay, because, I don't know, something about the the establishing shot, to me, mm-hmm. made it feel like it was the next morning. I was just like, did nobody bother to check on the, the witch doctor after it rained blood? <laughs> sure, I can imagine Lydia was the first person to put two and two together. She is that kind of person. Yes. But I was also like, Lydia's smarter than this. She, it shouldn't have like taken her a night to sleep on it. Like, and that was yeah. really weird, Silver Moon, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Wait a minute. We have a witch in the prison. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lydia does go confront Chrysida and throws her zealotry back at her. And they move her from club fed to the brig. Joke's on you, man. I love the brig. I'm going to my favorite place. Before she goes to the brig, Cressida makes Lydia an offer. Hey. Well, yeah, that's that's throwing the zealotry back at her. But but she offers also to make Lydia the ruler of the Badlands. Mm-hmm. So everyone wants to put Lydia in charge. Everybody thinks that she's the best person for the job. Yeah, all two people who get to vote. I mean, Silvermoon probably would vote yes. Well, he's yeah, so three. I mean, she she has she definitely has the sneaky peeping from the bushes vote because yes. we know she's the best at that. It's true, but Tilda's learned as Tilda and Nick's watch MK and a sleeper named Eli from them bushes. Hiding in the bushes, not illegal. Say, <laughs> hey, I got as much right to be there as a squirrel or a cat.
man, they found a guy to make MK seem like the calm, rational one. Like, Eli out whinies MK. And it's just mm-hmm. like, man, MK's really grown up. Or this guy is really just the worst. Yep. We learned that MK is the one who killed the master. Uh, but, but he, he lies, lies about, about how. It. Yeah. That's because last time on, we don't get a lot of this killing of the master. But I'm going to say this was an accident. MK did not mean to kill the master. And MK is with the pilgrim rather than our heroes because he couldn't explain this or own up to his mistake or the personal failing that led to him killing the master. And so he is hiding with the pilgrim initially. And then he joins the ranks and does the stuff. But what brings him there? But we do see a, a brief flashback of stabbing her in the back. Yeah. And that was... Flashbacks make this job hard sometimes. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah. man. <laughs> On the road, Badgy, Sonny, and Kanan uh, get to some water, which is where they need to be, air quotes. Kanan wants them to make, like, sticks and sail away. Uh, Sonny asks for her to unlock his gift. I guess fucking everyone is a blood Jedi. Yeah. She says that if she turns it on, only the Pilgrim can turn it off and that it will kill both of them. Yeah. I, if you want the Pilgrim dead, <laughs> he's willing to sacrifice himself, as he said a billion times. But it, this this conversation was really like, I will do anything to protect you, my brother. And he's like, I've got to go save my son, your nephew. And she's like, I don't give a shit about that. Kid. I've never met him. <laughs> I must save you, my brother. I'm all about family. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Why, why do you not want to save your nephew? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it doesn't feel right. Kanan has a giant handle on a Bowie knife. She like pulls a knife on him and it's like, did you see the handle on this thing? I did not. It's like a handle that's two and a half times the size of the knife to make it like it takes a Bowie knife and makes it like the size of a sword, but it's all handle. Interesting. It's, so it's, it's a weird choice. So it's kind of like a a sword-sized partisan? Kinda, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it's... I'm sure if you practiced with it and didn't grip it too high most of the time, you could probably block with a chunk of that grip. If You know, it's not like we know the material or anything, but it probably works. I mean... Pointy on stick, tail as old as time. It's true. Sonny runs to catch up with Badgie, who is just like, you're a terrible judge of character. Stop trusting the wrong people. Yes. Has the conversation that we had alluded to earlier. After that, we see the MK battle truck playset. Oh, Badgie has a great line here. Oh, okay. He says he'll tell Henry that his dad was a good, brave man who died because he wouldn't listen. Yes. He's like, hey, yeah, sometime years from now when you're long dead and I'm raising your son because you're a dummy, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll tell him you were a dummy. A good, brave dummy, but yes. a dummy. Jafar? They leave ba- his sister. Like, they just walk S- away from her and she's on just, the just like beach. hanging out on the beach. Yeah. In the deep background. Yeah. Weird. 
but uh, someone who this... was saying the most important thing is saving her brother's life a minute ago. You're yeah. just gonna let him go now. Well, she seems to believe like, hey, we just run away from the pilgrim. Sonny's position mm-hmm. seems to be, if we don't stop the pilgrim now, no one ever will be able to, and he will conquer the world. Then we, uh, then now we cut to the MK battle truck playset. Yes, Jafar. Yes, ma'am. How oh. angry did this make you? The guys riding inside the truck. <laughs> like. It's not great. <laughs> well, did you notice? I'm sure you noticed the swords. Yes. Stored in a central pillar. Yes. Horizontally without scabbards. While you rumble around in the back of a truck. Now, this actually makes sense to me, Ben. Because you because... like seeing guys get stabbed in the face because you hit a pothole? No. Obviously, I think. They've got their shields and stuff, right? They're, I think they'd use their shields to make sure that didn't happen. You know when you're close to the knives. I think what this is for is this is like a pull line when you're jumping out of a plane. Only instead of making sure your parachute is armed, it is activating your blood ninja powers. So that like everyone as they run out cuts themselves on one of the blade and is just ready to fucking fuck shit up. I, but it's we, we dumb see, as hell. Don't get me wrong. Them, we see them it's disembark, and no one get cuts themselves. <laughs> yes, but uh, it's not the, the time. They're not. They're not running into an immediate fight. But that—that that is the assumption. When I saw those, I was just like, "Oh, well, that's there for this." I—I I just thought it was meant to look cool, but nobody thought about, "Hey, we're rumbling around in the back of a truck." Which, if you've ever sat in the back of a truck. Uh, you know, without <laughs> seats and without seat belts. They're making it laws where you can't drink when you want to. You can't. You have to wear a seat belt when you're driving. And pretty soon we're gonna be calling this country. It is suspension sick. ain't great. <laughs> yeah. So they see the the gates to the sanctuary, and mm-hmm. there's no one there. Yeah. So the law. They they roll out. They got a bunch of shields. They've got ladders, not boards, uh, to, cross boards the to cross the trench. Yeah, they put the trench or the the board bearers at the front, which is not what you do. <laughs> yeah, not if you're anticipating any kind of enemy fire. But something tells me that these people are not thinking with tactics; they're thinking with blood magic. Fair. Uh, hey, when all you have is blood magic, every problem looks like a guy you stabbed seventeen times. Yes. So they start pumping something into the trench. It's obviously gasoline. The pilgrim calls for their surrender. The widow removes their ability to escape, or more importantly, back up a couple of feet. And yeah. then this is the kind we see the kind of artillery I was expecting. Well, but this from is the what they fired. Previous. This is this is that no, th- same no, thing. No, this is not what they fired. Yes, they it had is. a more traditional. Hishwa last time. This is a semi-automatic. But I do want to say, I want to point out, like, the the pilgrim calls out, and the widow just appears on the top of the roof of the guard house, because you do not out-dramatic the widow in her own sanctuary. She's like, no, "No, I am Queen Bee here. (laughs) You cannot be more dramatic than... Yes. You might be able to beat me in a fight, 
uh, you will not be able to out out brood me. Yeah. Uh, everyone who can't get behind a shield gets arrowed. And some who could. And, and a handful who could. The pilgrim dramatically drops his shield and runs up the wall to fight Minerva, while MK and a few of the remaining soldiers look on. Moon puts a giant gasoline bomb under the gate with a yes. minute timer and gets a Batman zip line set up for Minerva to get out of there. I feel like you're just here for the zip line. What? Yeah, they shoot two crossbows with zip lines as she jumps away, and then she, like, recline, leans, slides away as mm-hmm. the pilgrim looks down and is like, <laughs> Yep. The bomb goes off. The Pilgrim lives along with maybe 20 soldiers. MK is still alive. The Pilgrim calls for vengeance. As our leaders drive away, Moon and Gaius are going to stay to hold the line and lead the fight as Lydia goes to kill the Blood Witch and Minerva leads the evacuation of the Sanctuary. Now, Jafer, when we see the Pilgrim wake up, or like, we see that he survived, he yes. wakes up in in the dirt, in the ditch. Yeah, in yeah, in media ditch. Yeah. Why didn't they just like, haha, we blew you all up, run over, stab, 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 run over, MK, stab, 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 stab. Why did they retreat? <laughs> <laughs> because I imagine the expectation is that these are all blood ninjas, and so anyone that they don't thoroughly kill off the bat is going to be in Blood Ninja zombie mode. Yeah. It just so felt probably, like this was your keep best chance. They were all just blown up. Why don't you have another volley of arrows after this? And then another volley of arrows. And then another volley of arrows. Yeah, All their eardrums are burst. They are concussed. This is as good a chance as you're ever going to get. For sure. Lydia goes to kill... Cressida and just like lets her cast a spell instead of killing her with like five arrows from 30 feet away which is what I would have done if I had to go kill a blood witch I'm bringing a bow and being all like knock knock oh how's your cell arrow like yeah I'm not getting close to you I'm definitely not letting you talk (laughs) yeah even if you don't got arrows grab a spear We've seen him around. Stab her from outside the cell. Don't open that shit. Don't get in there. Grab six dudes. Be like, okay. Surround it. Mm-hmm. Stab with the spears until she stops moving. And yep. then stab her a couple more times. Just just double check on the stabbing. Like, are we done? Let's get a couple more in just in case. Yeah. So she's she comes in all dramatic. I'm going to, to kill you. And Cressida starts chanting. And she lets her chant for a good 10 seconds. And I'm just like, right. as soon as you start chanting, I start stabbing. Um, There's, yeah, the conversation is done. I, I, I hear tongues. It's stab time. The The problem is, like, I don't know. I just, like, I can't I can't get in the headspace of somebody who's just like, oh, blah, blah, blah. It's just like, no, it rained blood yesterday. <laughs> or was that today? 
it brained blood five hours ago. <laughs> right. I'm stabbing you now. In recent history, you've made it rain blood. I'm not fucking around. Yes. Uh, a bunch of Dark Gift soldiers walk into a trap. These are the untrained cadets, and Gaius and Moon fight like a dozen of these dudes. And but Gaius find... kills like four of them off the bat. But we find out, you can't kung fu a car. You yes. can't kung fu a purse. Why would you kung fu a move? <laughs> yeah, they oh. just hit these guys with a car, and it's hilarious. Uh, did you catch that Moon's sword gets broken in this fight? Yes, I did. They fall back, and some fox troops and petticoat assassins get gored. Yes. They really like this slow-mo cut-em-up 20-time things. They do. Like it has any practical or meaningful impact at all. No, that person's already been dead for the last seven cuts. It was really yeah. cool the first time we saw it with the widow. It has been diminishing returns for me. For sure. Moon sees Cressida and knows what that means. He runs to Lydia, who is bleeding out in the brig. She tells Moon to leave and le live a life of peace. They kiss as Orla Brady kicks it to credits. Yeah. Now, Jafar? Yes, Ben? You have a significant other. I do. If you knew your significant other was off to kill a specific person, and then you saw that person leave where they had been locked up, are you first running to where your significant other is, or are you chasing down the person who you're like, well, I there is only one way you are outside right now. I, I admittedly would probably go see if there was a chance to save the significant other, rather than immediately assume that they are dead without recourse and go for revenge. Especially someone like Moon, who's done a lot of hunting down and killing, as we've had told to us numerous times. He's probably not concerned with finding her and killing her. He can handle that at a later date. But if there's a chance to save Lydia, he's going to take it right now. I can understand that, and I can respect that. I... She's seven feet away. You are Silver Moon. Uh, oh, yeah, like... throw something. Just yeah. throw something. <laughs> just like what you should have done in the first place. Just Once again, boot. arrows. <laughs> throw metal arm with rebar claws. Uh, in fact, I'm going to go ahead and state that this episode and this show is the greatest case made for why every D&D &D character ever produced needs a melee and ranged weapon on them at all times. Oh, absolutely. But that's the episode, Ben. All right, our next episode is Season 3, Episode 16, Seven Strike is One. <laughs> I've got it pulled up right now, Ben. Yeah? Yeah, have you seen the thumbnail for this episode yet? <laughs> God damn it. Did you just pull it up? No. Oh, it's a very dead Tilda. Oh, no. <laughs> there goes my, my uh, prediction that she's going to end up ruling. Yeah, and my, my three-point prediction last episode was that she dies in the finale. <laughs> Jafar's cheating, everyone. Jafar is cheating. Uh, ben. Please, 
you know me well enough to know that if I was cheating, I wouldn't be calling attention to it like this. You did with your edgy prediction? Oh, that's because that was funny and a one-pointer. I didn't care. <laughs> the one-pointers are supposed to be gimmies. All right, seven strike is one. I've got it pulled up, so I'll read it before we make our predictions, just because I've got the benefit of already having it open. Sonny, the Widow, and Baji lead the charge against the Pilgrim as he attempts to gain ultimate control of the Badlands. MK seeks revenge on the Widow. Okay. Well, it's time for some predictions. Lincoln, what are you doing up there? Guessing. I guess no one's coming. I have seen into the future. You ruined the prophecy. Okay. So we got our predictions to make now. Uh, last time I did three character death predictions, as did you. Mm-hmm. I will admit I'm doing two this time. Okay. Mostly because a lot of the characters are dead, and we know it. Maybe if we had another episode, I probably would have thrown in someone else here, but I feel like not everyone is going to die at this point. There's going to be a couple characters left. I think we're going to have a little bit of a happier ending than Breaking Bad. Yeah. But my daytime is Moon Dies. Okay. My daytime is Silver Moon Kills Cressida. Mm, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, yeah. I think that's actually going to happen before the finale. That's, that's going to happen next episode. It's possible. My evening prediction, MK Face Turn. Ooh. My evening prediction, based on the revelation you just gave to me. Ah, <laughs> uh, but I'm I'm going like if I was just gonna go if I was just gonna go face value, I would have said, "Hey, hey time prediction, Tilda dies." Fair I'm enough. going I'm I'm going a little deeper with it. Okay. The widow gets her gift back and uses it to heal a dying Tilda at the cost of her own life. Oh, okay. We know we can use the gift to heal people, and we yep. know it takes a lot out of you. Mm -hmm. I think the widow decides to save Tilda. All right. And my primetime prediction, Sonny dies. All right. Mine is Kanan shows up out of nowhere to save Sonny and ends up raising Henry after Sonny dies. Hmm. Okay. Well, that's that, and we got one more up here. Yeah, don't have to roll no dice. No dice rolling. I can't. I mean, if you want me to, I can. Just for <laughs> the the ASMR here. I don't have ASMR. I I've never understood it. Well, uh, I mean, our listeners might. Who knows? This one's for you guys. I rolled three, so close to minimum, anyways. Yeah, but not quite there. All right, well, we'll be back with Seven Strike as One next week. But until then, we have to say a couple of things. Like, thank you. Thank you, Ripe, for your bomb-ass music in general. Just fucking killing it. We love it. Love Goon Squad. Thank you so much for letting us use it as a theme music. We appreciate the hell out of it. Go listen to Ripe on whatever audio streaming services you happen to frequent. And thank you to Annette Lucina for your photograph of a TV that you have allowed to use on your Creative Commons that has allowed us to use it for our podcast art. 
much. And we will, and we will see you next time on Last Time On. Hey, hey, hey. All the blues are gonna show you how. <laughs>